0: Right. good morning, everyone. My name is Julie Foss. I'm a consultant with Advanced Learning Partnerships, and I'm joined today by the Powerhouse Richmond City team. I uh, would love to give you all the opportunity just to go ahead and introduce yourselves. Dr. Wright, you want to start with
1: you? Yeah. Good morning, everyone. My name is Shantae Wright, and I am one of the managers of Instructional Innovation with Richmond Public Schools. Um, and my work kind of centers around developing uh, programs and experiences that help ignite students'
2: passions. Fantastic, welcome. Dr. Robinson? Yeah, I'm Dr. Cindy Robinson, um, also Innovation Manager with Richmond Public Schools. And um, again, our work does center around the Passion for Learning Initiative, where we work on um, building programs in our schools that are really um, lended to creating spaces where students can nurture or have their natural curiosities nurtured. So super excited about this work. And happy to be here. Thank you. Welcome. And Dr. Neighbors? Good
3: morning. Um, I'm Dr. Autumn Neighbors and Director of Curriculum Instruction. And our work in the Department of Curriculum Instruction is about bringing exciting and rigorous teaching and learning for all of our students here in Richmond. And innovation is an important element to be able to bring that excitement that engagement, and to really lift the bar um, for our students to reach new heights. And so glad to work with this great team, uh, uh, with Cindy and Shante, in this journey on our innovation, in, in, our,
0: in our innovation journey. <laughs> Fantastic. Welcome, ladies. Thank you so much for being here. I wonder if you might start by just giving us a little bit of context around the innovation that you've been working on as part of VALEN.
1: Yeah, so our work started with, um, as we shared, you know, our uh, school district has a strategic plan, um, dreams for RPS, um, and our work centers around our uh, first priority, which is under the Passion for Learning projects. And so our work originally started with uh, with that, with our inaugural school programs of the STEM academies that we have at two of our middle schools, and really developing them and, and transforming teaching and learning. um, at those two programs uh, for our students. Uh, And so that is kind of where we started at and and, um, Dr. Neighbors and Dr. Robinson may wanna add a little bit more to that.
2: Absolutely, Um, I think that um, our work with Valen just as Dr. Wright has shared has been around those two initial programs with the idea that um, the work that we've started here would be something that we could scale and begin to create for all of our secondary schools. And then even branching off further thinking about our youngest learners in our elementary schools, how we can build programs um, that support um, some of the things that we're building in their secondary experience. And so um, absolutely, you know, we came to the table thinking about that initial work Um, And also keeping in mind ways that we could take away um, the conversations and the experiences that we've had with Vaylin um, to, to then think about ways that we can make that scalable across our district.
3: And the only thing I would add to that is that that network part is such a key component. Thank you, Cindy, for adding that. Because though we had a clear vision of where we wanted the innovation to live directed from our strategic plan and with these two specific STEM academies, we knew that coming into you know, coming to the table with Balin. But what has been so beneficial is the networking to get ideas in order to understand how our process is going, the good, the bad, the ugly, and then um, the scaling of, how, you know, we know that we don't want to do this. Um, in isolation, we want to make sure that we're scaling the innovation and the process of innovation across our schools. And so learning from others from the first cohort to the ones that we're learning with now in the second cohort has been invaluable.
0: Okay. Thanks, ladies. So I'm wondering, as you think about your journey, what's one lesson that's taken you the longest to learn?
3: I'll jump in here um, first. Um, I think for me, the one lesson that's taken the longest to learn is innovation is, you know, a, a change, right, by definition. And change depends on trust. So when we think of innovation, sometimes it feels like bright and shiny and ideas, and that's exciting. But to actually make innovation happen, it is has to be rooted in trust and trust takes time. And so we have, you know, two amazing innovation managers who came to the table. We have two schools that want to, you know, we're going to be the STEM academies, but to actually make um, and have this innovation come to fruition, there were so many bumps along the road because it's, it's trust building. And, you know, that takes time and we, we do something that builds trust and then something else, it, not, you know, accidentally breaks trust again, and then we do something else and it builds trust and that just takes time and it takes relationship building, it takes intentionality to the trust making that's outside of the innovation. And I think that was a, a really important lesson for me to learn and to really process um, because we want it to move fast, but we're forgetting that trust doesn't move fast. Relationship building doesn't move fast, um, even though innovation seems like it's moving really fast. And so that was a huge lesson for me.
1: Yeah. And then to layer on top of that, um, this was a cross-functional work that we're doing. And so some of the, uh, you know, individuals that we're working with, the teams that we're working with were new, (laughs) you know, they're new. And so having to, do the work of innovation and you know build that trust at the same time uh, was definitely something you know we had to to learn how to to navigate and and operate both of those trains at the same time
2: mm-hmm. absolutely and then just navigating how we share responsibility um, and how we share ownership of that project is so. Um, so critical in this work and I think um, the three of us along with our larger innovation team you know um, we've had to learn some things along the way in in terms of how to share that ownership and and so that it's not just my project or this particular school's project this is our project what can we do to build it together Um, major major lesson for us for Mm -hmm. sure.
0: So that's a really interesting tension that you all mentioned, right? The 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 sort of nature of innovation is fast by definition, and then the time and the space that you needed to make to learn and to build those relationships and build that trust and all that stuff takes energy too, right? So I'm curious about the moments along your innovation journey that have really energized your team.
2: Celebration is key, I think, and um, ways the the way that we find energy. Um, just in our team and our district in general has really been centered around celebrating the goodness of of what is happening in our district. Um, And there are many um, initiatives throughout our district where we have an opportunity to do that. Um, But I think that having a space where we can um, lift up the power of sharing our stories, our individual stories, to say, "Hey, this is what I'm really excited about." Builds that energy for other people. Um, mm-hmm. I think one uh, one example um, that I just like to share is I'm also working with two of our elementary schools as an as an extension of the work that we started with our STEM academies. Just thinking about ways that we can bring that innovation into to elementary schools, and and these elementary schools, the principal leaders in these buildings are so excited. And when you're able to get their stories on video and get them to share their passion and commitment to this innovative work that we're doing, it is truly transformational. It, mm. it builds excitement within the inner team. And then, it's, you know, that translates into our community. So yes, anytime that we can celebrate, I think it's a huge energy boost for all of us.
1: Yeah, we had um, a great opportunity to share the story of the STEM academies um, Mm. with STEM Week, uh, where the district focused on STEM uh, just for that entire week. And so we have something called RPS Live, uh, where once a week, uh, the superintendent uh, has a a focus or a theme, and he invites uh, teachers, students, and community um, partners to join him in a conversation live on Facebook, And we had an opportunity to have some of our STEM Academy students, uh, teachers, uh, and administrators uh, be a part of that conversation and just share their excitement and and passion and what they're looking forward to and and the experiences that they've had with the STEM Academy. And so that was awesome. We also had an opportunity for some of our teachers to be spotlighted. Um, in our daily newsletter to share their story and the things that they're doing with our kids to really drive um, innovation and excitement for learning uh, in their classrooms, uh, which was great. We also have uh, the high school STEM Academy as well, where we have one of the graduates from that school who returned back uh, to teach there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just being able to hear you know that story and uh, get other students excited about STEM and RPS. So those are the the moments where where you get to hear the stories of the teachers and the students and the impact that it's making on their lives.
0: That's incredible. I love the idea of celebration. And then also too, really making the people that the innovation is meant to serve the hero of that story, right? That's incredible. Very cool.
3: And I would just add one um, last um, piece in, in celebration. One of the moments that really energized me was hearing actually Cindy and Shantae sharing at our Valen convening this fall, mm-hmm. sharing the Dreams Innovation Network. And why that was really energizing is like we've been doing the work and then doing the work while like in COVID and like all the massive changes that are also helping around happening around us. And we're trying to like stay the course and we have these STEM academies and they're still happening, even though we're virtual and that's a new innovation. Mm-hmm it seems like a lot, and then you never really know, like, are you are you really doing the work? Is it enough? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we all question that, are, are we doing enough? And so when we had an opportunity to share at our convening in, in November, uh, whenever that was this past fall, um, and just hearing Cindy and Shantae articulate like the process that we have learned through Valen and how we've made that process our own in RPS through now we have this the dreams innovation process, um, and then also getting the amazing feedback from our our thought partners in Valen that it was it's nice to have confirmation once in a while. Like you do the work and you're like I don't know if this works any good. Like is what we're doing making a difference? Is it does it make sense or does it just make sense to us in a in this in this bubble? And for mm. um, to hear them um, Dr. Robinson and Dr. Wright share and then to hear the positive feedback. And confirmation that we're, it, it makes sense to people outside of the work we're doing, that to me was the brightest spot on our journey so far.
0: Mm-hmm. Very cool. That's neat. Well, and you would not have gotten that validation without pausing and reflecting and really kind of capturing your, your story and being able to tell it. So that's that's fantastic. Well, thank you for being willing to share with our, our entire network, because I think everybody learned something from, from your presentation. So you mentioned the network as a whole. I'm wondering if there's anyone outside of Richmond City Public Schools that's had, on a more specific level, that's had an impact on your journey.
2: Well, I think that um, our partnerships for sure have been huge um, influencers and um, inspiration for us in this innovative work. Um, part of what we've done for our innovative programming for our STEM academies is we've pulled in um, many of our community partners to support us in building a robust learning experience for our STEM academy students. And so those partners come in and they bring their own curriculum and their ideas, and that for sure has um, has had a major impact, I think, for us. Um, partnerships like Capital One um, mm-hmm. and their Agile framework that we've, um, that we've begun using, not just in our schools, but also within our team. It's things like that that I think um, those partnerships and that outside network really help to enhance what we do um, here in RPS.
1: And then I'll also say one of the things that Valen, um, you know, shared with us is, you know, the network of other school districts. Um, we were able to uh, learn from Holtwell um, mm-hmm. and the, the awesome work that they're doing. Um, but then also we, we've we expanded that network across the country. Uh, we've gone to Colorado and partners with schools that are, are doing some innovative work around STEM out there, um, some schools in uh, North Carolina um, and other other uh, schools in right in the metro Richmond area as well to, to learn um, from what they're doing. Because if there's other schools that are out there um, that are successful with innovation and, um, you know, pushing the needle on what teaching and learning looks like to provide students with uh, engaging experiences, then we can learn from them mm-hmm. um, instead of recreating the wheel. And so, you know, that expanding that network was one of the, the key things that I think also helped us become successful
0: Fantastic to see that spirit of collaboration versus competition and uh, so, so that's really amazing and only, only benefits your kiddos So The last thing I want to just kind of get your thoughts on is I would love for you to finish the sentence I used to think blank about innovation and now I think blank how would you how would you respond to that
1: um, I would say that I used to think innovation was like all the bright and shiny things <laughs> All the fun and, you know, really, you know, out of the box, extraordinary, out of this world. Um, and now I know it is um, it is work. It is a. it is a, a work uh, to really uh, drive innovation. It is collaborative work. Um, and it doesn't always have to be those bright and shiny things. It can be uh, just transforming the way that we do things um, in a new and creative way that will benefit our students um, better. Um, And so I think that, you know, just having a more realistic perception of what innovation really is, um, you know, really for me.
2: Absolutely. Uh, Dr. Wright, I couldn't agree more. And I am definitely a bright and shiny (laughs) <laughs> um, kind of. I love all bright and shiny glitter, uh, all of that stuff. Um, and even as um, a, a forever teacher, I, I don't want to even say former teacher, a forever teacher, um, I know that you have to balance bright and shiny with, you know, real tangible things that's going to move the needle with student learning. And so I think this process has been amazing because when we came in it one of the, the um, resources that Valen provided was its framework. And part of the framework begins with um, something along the lines of, we know that innovation is a convoluted process. And um, and so I say that to say, you know, I started thinking, started with innovation in mind as being this convoluted process. But through this process of working with my own team and working with teams across the network, I realized that even though there's that, you know, there's lots of layers to this, we can carefully find ways to make this process such that it makes sense for us to scale and repeat. Hmm. And um, part of that for us has been the development of the DREAMS innovation process um, that our team has collectively put together. Um, Just in short, this is a six-phase process. DREAMS is an acronym for six stages of what we consider as being um, little chunks of that convoluted innovation, bright and shiny process. And um, and just, you know, real quick, it is this. Um, We start with a discover phase where we have an opportunity to explore the existing programs, our strengths and our weaknesses um, and kind of decide on what it is, what is the project that we wanna move forward with um, followed by research. And and in this phase, we do more of the digging and figuring out what needs to happen. Are there exemplary programs that we could look into and learn more about? Then we move into engage, which is just where we simply think of ways to tell our story and bring our community in and learn more about what it is that we hope to do and get them on board with the process. Um, We move into an apply phase, and this is exciting because this is where we intend to launch that particular innovative program. Um, And then we move into manage where we think of ways that we look at the day-to-day operation. What are some of the ways that we can make this sustainable? And then last but certainly not least, succeed. And in this phase, we think about you know evaluating and not just evaluating as an endpoint, but thinking about how we can continue that cycle. So it's not linear. It is truly a circular experience that we're constantly thinking of ways that we can improve and innovate on um, our learning experience for our students and the families that we serve. So, yes, um, started thinking, started with this innovative, convoluted thinking, and now we're more at a, yes, it's a lot of stuff, but we can... There are things that we can pick out and tease and kind of make it um, a journey that we can follow, um, you know, time and time again.
3: And Dr. Robinson, it's so funny, like how you describe that, because what I'd written down, like as I was thinking, my sentence to that. And so here's the summary. Uh, we didn't even talk about this prior. We didn't even plan this. Um, here's the summary of what you just said, I think, because I, this is what I wrote down. I said, I used to think innovation is messy. Ah. Now I think it is still messy, but a structure and processes can be created to change to shape and manage this change process.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh I love it. Can we get that on shirts? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fantastic. Well, I love that you started with like an output, right? That your innovation was a thing. And ultimately, you ended up with innovation as a process, right? That, uh, and a a process that can be scaled and replicated over and over again. So it doesn't ever have to have to end. So, ladies, any final thoughts that you want to leave us with?
2: This has been an amazing journey. And I am grateful for um, the networking and the partnerships that we've developed. Um, and so, thank you so much for this opportunity. This has been amazing.
3: I know, I just look forward to continuing um, the work, like mm-hmm. um, the work here in RPS, but the networking that we have um, established through Valen and, and to continue to learn. We have so much more to learn. And um, and so I'm thankful of the amazing colleagues we've met, uh, met and to our coaching that we have received. And um, it just it's just been really, uh, you know, it's nice to come out of the work that you're doing in a district which seems heavy and everything's coming at you and to step away from that in a minute to see it from a different light. Uh, and having colleagues either seeing their light or seeing your own light in a different way. That's just been really helpful Um, and then coming back and applying that. So I look forward to um, more of that work um, in the future.
1: Ditto everything that Dr. Robinson and Dr. Napier said.
0: Fantastic. Well, ladies, thanks so much for your time and sharing your journey with us today. So appreciate the opportunity to learn with you.